drink. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, Okay, excellent. Um, right, scouts report. Would you like the scouts report? I better give it to you, hadn't I, before everyone gets yeah. a bit too drunk. Um, now, where did I put it? Where did I put it? It's here somewhere. Oh, now there who's the drunk one? Well, yes, I've been here most of the day. I mean, I'm allowed to be. Um, anyway, and she gets a leather, uh, you know, uh, tube and... Um, Takes out a scroll and unravels it. Okay, this is this is uh, the scouts returned um, while you were away from their mission to Alantalos to see what was what. Um, now, the forest that once surrounded Alantalos is all dead. Uh, for Lily and Walter, that might be a bit of a <gasps> sort of moment. Um, the once lush vegetation, pretty much all gone. Um, it is just the skeletons of trees now, with a strange gloom that fills the air. The gloom itself is deadly. It seems to be emanating from the ruins of the city itself. We found grotesque plant life there that was emitting this noxious stuff. It was capable of driving some of the scouts mad. The forest itself is full of undead. As a small band on the way in, we slipped by undetected, but by keeping noise to a minimum, any noise will pull them in. We learnt that on the way back out, when those driven mad had to be left so we could escape. The dead appear to be elven soldiers. Um, in the city it is in ruins. Uh, demons seem to be commanding living souls to take the materials into some kind of excavated hole. We found they are building some elaborate underground city or command post. Uh, somewhere at least for more demons to make it to our world and stay away from the light of day. Uh, they don't seem to like the daylight much, they say here. Um, the home tree where the Lord and Lady once resided has much been destroyed. Its stump remains, and around that they've built some kind of towering citadel made of stone and ice. Uh, the temperature in the area is much colder than you'd expect, although being uh, far north and uh, in that sort of Arctic region, it's, it's very cold at the moment, apparently, for this time of year. Uh, it is our opinion that the civilians that yet live must be rescued before any large ground invasion is launched against what remains of Elantalos. And that is where the report ends. Good, I, I concur. I would much rather rescue my family before the assault the place than afterwards. If your How? family... Are I, they... Did we establish... Did we establish your, yes, you you had a vision, didn't you, that established your family I was did. still alive. Yes, yes. Yes. Wow. So, the, so the civilians, are they somewhere all together? So how can we, because if they are scattered around, you know, Ilandalos, then how can we find them? Are they all somewhere together so we can have a rescue mission? I can only presume from the report that they must be toiling in different areas. They're not all concentrated in one place. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I don't know. I wasn't there. And the scouts were not, uh, they, that's all they gave me in terms of information on it. Um, I presume that they weren't able to get a full reign of the, the place because they must have had to stay fairly well hidden so they can bring us this report. Um, on the on the report, while they are saying about these uh, plans that they make uh, them crazy, can I have a roll? Can I have, do a nature roll? Maybe I can understand 
what they are and what do and, you mean the um the sickly plants yeah so you know that she said that there are sickly plants and there are some of them that they make them crazy mm -hmm. so if i do it was the fog wrong, that, it was like yeah it was like the fog or whatever it is that seems to be driving people crazy i see so if can I do like a nature's role to see if it is yeah. something that I might have heard, you know, as a yeah, spell yeah, go or... Go for it. I feel entirely sure it wasn't Logan's disease that's just spread a little bit. 18. <laughs> 18. I don't think Logan's got any diseases, has he? Not yet. Yeah. Give him a chance. Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> the night is still young. <laughs> Give me a better chance. He better hurry back. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, yeah, you you would know there are plants uh, that are toxic and poisonous in the forests around there, and perhaps with your arcane knowledge as well, you would probably guess that those plants which are toxic could well be influenced by some other dark energies which are causing. Um, a, a corruption which is which is bringing on this maddening effect or whatever. Because I say you know that they're poisonous. Um, what the effects would be, you just don't know without really studying them firsthand. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think you could take a really good guess and say no, they they could be corrupted in some way. I see. And uh, is there a way that we can fortify or fortify ourselves? Uh... So we are able to cross this area without having these effects? Is there like something protective that we can do? I uh, should probably say to, um, well, I would imagine maybe an advanced, um, an advanced party could maybe try and destroy some of the plants which may be causing this effect. Uh, we could certainly send airships and bombard before any ground troops arrived. That's an option. Whether or not it would clear it out entirely, I don't know, but it's, it's certainly an option. Mm -hmm. Okay. We might lose the slight element of surprise if we went in and bombed the crap out of them before attacking. I yeah. presume they must have some kind of way of knowing the large force was coming anyway. They must surely know. Why? Did so you see anything? Did, did you see any changes that so that uh, they know. One of our scouts were able to slip in and out quite quite easily, uh, but not so much on the way out. Uh, I believe they lost a couple to the madness. Um, I, I would imagine they must have some centuries. I mean, if, if they if they engaged the ones that were left behind with the madness, they would know that we were trying to probe them for something, I would imagine. So, I don't know. I, I couldn't really say, but it could well be possible they they would be monitoring to make sure nothing else happened or no one was coming after them. Of course, the big question is, what's the end result here? What are they after? Why are they building this fortress here? World domination. Good <laughs> news. Slip into slightly um, the back end of things there and just cast a mental question at Zinaton. Okay. Certainly, my dear Zinaton, do you, do you know if I 
What the hell they are doing there? Have you got any inclinations from your plane? Or a mighty demon lord? Um, what would he tell you? It's absolutely fine and none of your business. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just trying to think. What would he say to you? It is possible the dreadlords of the Hell Plains are trying to extend their reach. And perhaps they wish to take your plane or this world for their own. They could just be using this grift as a means to an end. And when they are done, they will destroy him. It is possible. I will come out. Thank you, Lords and Anaton. That's very informative. Thank you so much. Before you go, please eat more. I am hungry. Eat more. Uh, eat more. Eat more, I tell you. Yes, yes, okay. Um, Off your face. Very well. Um, excuse me. Vader, could I have some more chicken wings? Certainly, my lord. He goes off and finds some chicken wings for you. Fantastic. It's a good sort of protein and very healthy. As you watch this guy from across the table, he sort of pulls his dirty hanky out over the top of the plate that he's just picked up for you and bringing it over and wiping his... Here you go, my lord, as he sticks it down on the table. That is very lovely of you. Thank you. I am most, most grateful. He bows deeply, but you can get the impression maybe he's also been drinking too heavily and he's, as he bows deeply, smacks his head on the edge of the table and he sort of falls backwards and straight onto his back. <laughs> oh, I'm going to chop some chicken wings. Cool. Anybody else? Randomly throw the chicken bones at uh, Logan. <laughs> Any other questions? Or do you want Logan to challenge Razanog to a drinking competition? I think maybe if they told you that, you know... <laughs> Up above, there were lots of birds, all as big as this one, or even bigger, with creatures with weapons of energy that made ours look a little bit tame in comparison. But some of them are on our side, which is great fun. And they may be on their way to help us. I think, um, what's the face? Yeah, I think she wanted to know what was happening in the stars. Give yes, her a little bit did, of pricey. Yeah, yeah that, that's... Um... That sounds quite fantastical. Um, yes. I believe you. I mean, you obviously went somewhere. Yes, we did. It wasn't Aberystwyth for a week or anything. It was very nice. <laughs> I mean, she hasn't seen the um, the astral ship yet. I mean, that's still with... Uh, I can't remember what Brian's character was called now, but he, that's still with him at Waterhold. So, uh, not been seen yet by anyone else here. But, um, it's just, yeah, I... Can you tell me more about she, these other creatures? I think she'd seen the Stargazer, hadn't she, or bits of the Stargazer when she went off with Mugneth? She'd been in, yeah, they thought it was a weird chamber that had, like, like a metallic chamber. That's what they thought it was. Because they had mm. no comprehension of it. And, of course, it wasn't lit up either then. It was, um, there weren't, it, it hadn't been activated by them. Um, 
Yeah, imagine an airship that doesn't need air, and you've got it in one. That's where we went and how we got there. My Lord Volta, it is more than I can possibly hope to comprehend, and I hope to see it one day. I really do, but for now, I, 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 I can't fully appreciate it. We are, we are hoping to have our own little ship brought down with us, and to maybe several more following some of a bigger nature with more guns. But if not, we'll sell you that one for sure. No problem. Chicken wings! It would be fantastic. Yes, please do. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Everybody, chicken wings, anybody? Chicken legs? I will just drink. You're just drinking. Let's have yeah. a con if you're not eating, let's have a constitution save okay. from Lily. Because uh, drinking and drinking and drinking and not eating is not all that great. Alright, let's see. Nine. Nine. <laughs> excuses herself from the table and you just hear yeah now i can drink some more <laughs> <laughs> i'm and, dancing um, and i'm i'm parting because i don't know when it will be the next time you know i mean we're going to the battle so i leave as if it is my last day well um seeing seeing you do that rasnog sort of shuffles over to you and uh, bumps into you with his with his horn clasped tight to his chest. Ah, my lady elf, I've never seen such a sight. A beautiful thing like you, drinking like that, drinking like a dwarf. Ah, fantastic. And then he takes a big swig and uh, he's okay. He takes a great big swig and it's all like, like Gimli's all pouring down over his beard and such. Um, Logan's going to have to respond to that by doing exactly the same. Cool, let's have a constitution save from um, from Logan. We can have a drinking competition, Logan, if you want. I say, let us not tarry. It ain't no competition. I've got the floor wiped with a 24. <laughs> yeah, Logan just picks up as many mugs as he can. He's just literally pouring them on his face. And... Imagine that bit of flash dance, is it, when the water comes down from the ceiling on the person in the seat. That's exactly what he's done with the mugs. He's thrown it up and splashed it down. Yeah. Probably found a cask and just turned the tap lying underneath it or something. And uh, yeah. Razzanog said, Oh, yes, what a splendid sight. Oh, I like to see it. And then one of these, like, uh, maybe the knight walks over and says, My lord, maybe we should go back to our seat now. And says, I'm all right, as he falls over and sort of rolls down the bank slightly. Um, but the party goes on. Uh, if there's nothing else from anyone, Eventually, everyone very drunk, very full of food, except for Lily, um, heads to bed. And they've got you a nice little tent set up. Did, would you would you like to have your own tents, or would you like to be in a larger tent which could accommodate all of you? I'm happy to be with the rest of the team of the party yeah. because... You know, we are all together for so long now, so it's not an issue. Also, I am meditating. Yeah, big tent's fine. Just as long as he's got a bed and a bucket. Excellent. Well, they will lead you to like a, a larger tent, which is all set up. There's like a nice, there's sort of chests in there. You could maybe put clothes into, uh, take armor off and put it in or whatever, you know, 
so you can sleep comfortably. There's pajamas laid out and, and all that jazz. Um, and during the night, uh, you all sleep rather soundly from taking on so much food and drink. Far more than you've had in recent times, and certainly a welcome relief from the stresses you've encountered. Um, Wolfer, you do wake up sometime in the early hours, maybe three o'clock in the morning, and your guts are just rumbling. You feel so hungry. Uh, and uh, you just hear that voice in your head, Walter, Walter, wake up. I'm glad you were satisfied at the dinner table. However, it was not enough. You must eat more, and now I demand a sacrifice. Find me a horse. Or failing that, King Razanog's ram looked pretty good. Maybe, maybe a chicken for Doyle? You could probably find a chicken. Whatever, just find something. Okay, so bleary-eyed, wander out the tent, looking for a chicken pen or a pig in a box. Somewhere near the kitchen area, I guess. Something that's going to be... There's nothing live apart from horses and his ram, but uh, but you you would find plenty of carcasses like spit roasted pigs and such, which weren't consumed. There's still like at least one, which you could take some time to try and consume, um, or unless of course you let him out and uh, let him do what he needs to do. But um, I I need to know what restrictions are on bringing him out and pulling him back again. I can't remember if it's once every three days or whether it's just oh, that well. We did, we did alter it as well, didn't we? We did make an amendment to that. Yeah, I think we did it at will. Unless destroyed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. At will unless destroyed. For, for, uh, for something like that, I think, yeah, we'll just let him out. There's no one else around, is there? Was it at will without... At will until destroyed, and you can dismiss until uh, at will, but you couldn't then do it for another long rest or something like that, wouldn't it? That's it. If destroyed, it's out for, until the long last one. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, so you can do that. And maybe the few guards that are walking around see this huge, hulking uh, beast demon thing. And they're like, oh my God, we're being attacked. No, what what I'm going to do. Oh, how big is the Nanaton, actually? Oh, he was like, he's a hulking beast, like 10 foot or more. Oh, so he's pretty he's large. Then. He's very big. All right, he's not going to fit in a tiny hut then for discretion. No, <laughs> not really. No, okay. You could just sneak some food back to the tent if you really wanted to. I wasn't doing this to make your life difficult. It's just like a little funny RP thing. I think I'll just let him out. Do a quick shifty round, make sure there's no one particularly close because, you know, he does have this offensive older problem um, with his aura of darkness. So I don't want to hurt anybody at this point. Well, Walter doesn't. So now it's on Walker, so I'll let him out and devour some stuff. Rawr! <laughs> so I'll start wading my way through whatever suckling pigs are left on spits. Yep. You know, and eventually like he's happy. He's happy eventually, and you can go back to bed. When, um, when, he, when Zinaton gives a satisfied belt, I shall dismiss him and uh, just wander back to bed. Cool. <sighs> Keenan, you dream... And I think he is actually dreaming. <laughs> uh, you dream you're flying at speed over the ocean. Pardon me. Um, you reach land, um, desert, mountains, and finally a valley. And um, buried in this valley is like a an entranceway. It doesn't look particularly um, 
obvious. It's just it's like a, a, a hole in a great big wall. Uh, there may be some like carvings around it, um, but nothing particularly uh, meaningful. Um, then your vision changes and you see Malnorus in the midst of a great battle, but he's holding up the sword of Narphiliac and it shatters. And your vision shifts again. You see Narphiliac standing over the body of Pelor. Um, and finally, you see the same vision as before. You're in astral space, is hovering above the planet of Vebaba, holding up the, a spear. And from somewhere out of the darkness of space, a light beam just <laughs> flies in and strikes the spear as, as it illuminates it. And you plunge at the planet and that's that's the end of it uh, and then in, in that darkness as you maybe start stirring from your slumber as it's morning you just hear Pelor's voice champion my strength is waning these are the things that could yet come to pass champion you must do what you can to save these lives my strength is waning you must get to the hall of the titans the others may able to be help. The others may be able to help you yet, and that's it. And in the morning, as you prepare for the mm. day, uh, you sail for the day uh, in the, in the tent. Um, maybe getting ready to make way for Castle View again, as things are being packed up. A young squire enters your tent, and he sort of pulls the curtain back. Um, pardon me, uh, my lords and lady. Um, there's a goblin and uh, some others. Um, people here to see you? Oh, goblin! Well, that sounds entertaining. Bring them in? Is there a big shiny I, golden guy? Um, no, I think you might want to come out and see them. I, um, okay. It seems we're drawn quite a crowd. Hey, go out. If you yeah, if you go out, you see like loads of people <sighs> all like gathered around and in like a big circle. And as as you sort of make your way through the crowd, you see a familiar sight of Keswick's ship. Um, and Keswick's sort of there, and he sees you, and he starts waving his arms and jumping up and down. He goes, "Hey, hey, it's us! We're here! We made it!" Um, and everyone's sort of looking on, quite staggered because you've got to remember they've never seen Ganassi or Dragonborn before. Um, and they're like whispering, like, what, what is that? What is that beast? It, it stands like a man, but it looks like a dragon. And uh, and they're all sort of shuffling about quite awkwardly, and uh, Keswick will come charging over to where you are. Goes, guys, guys, we made it! We found you! Oh, we are so glad you arrived here safely. Was your trip difficult? Difficult? Yeah. Um, well... <sighs> Uh, we were captured again. Uh, we were we were covering your exit, and we got captured. And um, how did you manage to escape? We were we were rescued, actually. Um, uh, Gol uh, Goltan. Um, he he managed to get his uh, people, and they found us. Uh, I think Klaxon managed to send a final like a a, a distress signal. And they found us, and they rescued us. The good news is, uh, your appeal to the Order of the Golden Dragon was successful. 
and they're uh, they're going to come and help what you. What are the bad news? Um, well, that guy that uh, that you helped escape and flew your ship here for you. Yes. Uh, he's one of them. He was a spy. He was planted. Wow. Did we leave so, any information a... with him? Uh, well, you left him a ship. What, Han Solo? He knows... Yeah, yeah, that guy. So, now, he, uh, you know, he maybe he's... He can definitely tell them how to get here. Oopsies. Um, what were we saying yesterday that... Uh... We don't have any problems coming over. What we were saying with Pelo? Uh, Pelo did say it wasn't all good news. <clears throat> I guess that, however, is quite bad news. I think maybe if we should accelerate our plans and try and take Grift out as soon as possible. Yeah, because now we have to face two. Two evil. Well. Where's As you... the order of the Golden Dragon on its way here now? I believe so. I We left them the coordinates. I think they're just rallying a few more troops to, uh, to know make how their long? way here. I, I don't know. I Maybe not too long. Hopefully not too long. Okay. We could use them in the fight, but if we need to get the fight over with before they get here. In in, in percentage terms, how long are the order of the Golden Dragon compared to, say, Menoris and the Empire? Oh, you broke up quite a bit there, Corpse. I said in percentage terms, how strong is the order of the Golden Dragon in comparison to the Empire's forces? Oh... They're not going to be able to match their strength entirely, but a uh, good few dragons come, then, um, plus dragonborn warriors. I mean, they're going to do a lot of damage. I mean, they already uh, assaulted. They didn't. They didn't just rescue us. They didn't send like a, a team aboard to rescue us and then leave. They they did some serious damage to Mel Norris's flagship. Serious damage. Then I think we should possibly communicate this to King Grazenog and the rest of the army leaders and formulate a plan. We're not quite ready to strike, I don't think. Yeah, but yeah I mean, there's still people looking very puzzled at the appearance of, like, Claxo and that. Um, did you want to say anything else on the subject? No, not not well, thinking. As you're sort of having this reunion, um, what was quite a warm summer's day, the temperature seems to drop um, quite sharply. Not freezing cold or nothing, but there's a there's a chill on the air. Um, and from the sort of tree line, uh, so if you imagine you've got the King's Lake where, um, and then the road running alongside it. And you were kind of the banquet was happening next to the road and the and the shore, um, and there's a big clearing, 
uh, where all the tents and that were set up and a lot of the festivities were going on. And then there's a there's a tree line, almost like a circular sort of area. And from that tree, that tree line, well, behind it and over the top, there seems to be, a, the, the sky is just growing dark. And there is uh, some screams and shouts to be heard from several of the soldiers on the border perhaps patrolling the wood line, but they go silent quickly. And emerging from the woods that surround the clearing that the camp is set up in, you start to see this slow, deliberate, clunky movement of what looks like elves, but they are clearly dead. Wow. And they are in tattered garb, broken, uh, you know, broken armor, ripped tabards, uh, all bearing the crest of Alantalos. And they start to emerge and they stop in plain view, surrounding the camp entirely. Um, everyone here, you are backed up against the lake. You, you've got, you can't flee up the road, you can't flee down the road, you are surrounded. Um, and that's when you see emerging from this shambling mass is Grift. Uh, now looking quite gaunt, uh, pale, uh, his hair is white and thin. He has that obsidian black plate armor, wielding the sword in one hand. It should be absolutely impossible because it looks like the sword itself has grown in stature and impossible to wield. And that's when you just hear him say, at last, I have you. There are no walls to hide behind this time. Your strength is too far away to help you. This is the hour that I end those that would seek to subvert my power. No one is going to take this sword from me. I have freed myself of Narphiliac, and now I shall free myself of you, you wretched people. Destroying you and your forces, leaders, will secure my ascension to the rule of these lands and its people. And he points the sword in the direction of all of you, and floods of undead start racing forward. And that is where we're going to roll some initiative. And I've set up uh, some specific rules for how this will work, because there's quite a lot of people. Um, but Rasnog and the various commanders start shouting all sorts of orders and the soldiers and the knights that lead them are forming like these defensive lines facing all around you. So imagine sort of like the, the battle at the Black Gate, um, that sort of thing. You are just surrounded apart from the, the, the lakeside um, and they're, they're forming up. So you've got about a um, hundred soldiers and they've been split basically so they're forming like a, a horseshoe shape um and what's going to happen is um well no let's 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 uh, let's get into it right so if you guys give me your initiatives okay lily what's your initiative nine nine oh god wolfus yeah 19 19 logan's I'm just rolling it now. Uh, with me. Where is it? <laughs> 14. 
14. And we got Caden's initiative. Sixteen. So what I'm gonna have happen is between your turns, uh, like minions of the fourth edition, um, they will do something, and so will uh, the forces on your side. So it will be the first one to act. Then it will be, uh, I'll go uh, minions, <coughs> second one to act, then it will be uh, army, I'll call it, and then it will be Keenan, then next one, and so forth. So they'll just, they're not having an initiative, they're just slotting in between. Um, so, Wolfie, you are the first to act. You have got um, these uh, just hordes of undead charging at you. Um, Similar to uh, 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 the, the, the swarm rules, they just have a set AC and they have set hit points. Um, so you just do what you want to them um, and uh, and we'll just start knocking them down, basically. So the idea is it in a larger fight, it makes you feel a bit more heroic because they're going to be fairly easy to hit and knock down. You could be like swinging through them and, you know, absolutely clattering them. Yeah. How far off are they? Right, so they're charging across this thing. At the moment, they're not in melee range. They are going to be uh, about 60 feet away. Okay. And does changing into Xenaton take an action? Uh, it would take an action, yes. Okay. Mm. Oh, stop it. Xenaton tells you to stand back, so I'm going to charge off how far is my radius. That aura, whatever it is. Uh, going to wander forwards a little bit. I can't see her firing. Oh, fire aura, here we go. Five foot. Stay back, do not approach me while in this form. And then I'm going to change into Xenaton and be wreathed in shadows. And I will be very grumpy from now on. <clears throat> Welcome! Most excellent. Cool. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? On your there side? is nothing else I can do. Excellent. Fine. We switch the minions, the, uh, the packs of undead. So what you see is they've been sort of divided down. So you've got groups, like almost like skirmish groups of like 10. So there's like 10 of these shambling corpse things that's like coming and they're all in like little pockets and groups and they're coming from different places. Um, so you can decide to attack any of those packs, but uh, they are going to rush in. They're going to use like a dash action and they're pretty much going to be coming up to engage this circular wall of, of, um, of, of, of the army that's assembled there of the soldiers. Um, and that's all they can do on their turn. Uh, we go, and next in order is Grift, unfortunately. He's quite Man. far back. He's at, he's at the tree line. Um, what is he going to do? Uh, yes, he is going to fire a Hellfire Orb from his position. Um, so he moves closer, and then he fires... So you see this like um, 
a bit like hellish rebuke from from Walter. Like this, this maybe like an orb of dark energy and fire. It, uh, it he launches it into the center of where you all are. Um, so he's going to try and take out what's all going on in the middle. So each creature in a twenty foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a DC eighteen Dex save, please. Is it all of us? Yeah, all of you. He's not wasting any time. I had moved apart. If you don't think you're in the centre of all this, then that's fine. That's where he's chucking it. If you think that you've got reason that you would be elsewhere. Well, because of the shadow aura, I knew I had to go slightly away from everyone. That's why I told them not yep. to approach me. That's cool. Right, so you, you can avoid that then. That's fine. Five. Five, okay. What's Logan getting? What's Keenan getting? Sorry, Logan. Damn it. I've got 17. So you got Dex. 17. Not one. Cool. So seven. Um, I'm going oh, to. I've got to track his points as well. Oh, for God's sake. Let me get a dice roller up a moment because it's a lot of damage. How many hit points have you got? Not enough. Dice roller. It is 10d6, unfortunately. Four, five, six, seven. Do I still eight, have the nine, five uh, additional <laughs> temporary hit points? Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> oh. uh, 30, 34 points of damage. That's um, That will be... Oh my goodness, what was half? That'll be thirty. That'll be seventeen. Seven, yeah, seventeen points of fire, and seventeen points of necrotic damage. As anyone caught in this sphere, uh, as it goes off like a bomb, is just hit by these waves of destructive nastiness. Um, after well, so that, it does thir thirty-four fire and seventeen necrotic. No, no, seventeen of each. Right, got you. So I need to half. 34 in, in total, but because of the necrotic damage, whatever the HP total is, is reduced by 17. Um, it is the army's go, your, your soldiers, and the way I'm going to do this is as long as they're engaging each other, it's going to be like a skill check, basically. So I'll just give you an update on how that's going as we go through it. But if someone wants to roll a D20 for me to represent your army's forces and tell me what the number is, and I will give you, I'll give a roll for the minions. Eight. Eight. Uh, okay, so that is uh, for his soldiers. I'm changing these guys. And minions. That is a failure for the soldiers, I'm afraid. Uh, as I roll it higher. Um, and then we're going to go to Keenan. I will... Um. Take a nap. Go into the radiant form. Can't yep. remember what it's called. I just saw it and it's gone. Uh, Obviously, it's called radiant form. Radiant soul. So I get the wings and I'm gonna fly up thirty feet or so. Sort of ten feet to the left of where Zinanaton is. Mm -hmm. And that's an action. So that's all I can do. 
Uh, after Keenan, it is the minions, and they're going to attack the army because that's what's in their way at the moment. Um, someone give me a roll for your uh, soldiers, and I'm going to roll for the minions. I'm wanting you to do it because I'm rolling off with branches. Do you know <laughs> 17. Sorry, I forgot to press the button. 17. Unfortunately, another failure. Um, as you, what you see is, uh, I know I rolled a 19. Um, these undead, I mean, these guys are like, they're, they're, they're the ones behind, they're like spears trying to like over the top of the other guys. The guys in front have got shields, they've got swords and they're really trying, but these uh, undead are just absolutely pulling apart. Like you see limbs flying, uh, it's, it's grotesque. Um, after that, we have Logan. Oh, pissing off the clock. Logan. Um... What else is that? I haven't had his character sheet five minutes before we started. Yeah. So I've got no idea what he can do. Has he got anything useful? No. Get a ranged weapon, I said. No, he hasn't. Um, he could uh, any, uh, probably ignite his sword with his flame runes and just jump into the fray. Oh, he's going he's gonna to jump into the fray, by all means. I don't know what his runes do and how to mark them, where, where his runes even are. Um... <laughs> That's that, the thing, because, you know, no heads up at all. Uh, he's going to charge in with the light of a senior. And he's, he's going to... Um, what's this one? <laughs> Someone messaging him, telling him I really will kill off his character, and that's why he gets better very soon. Um, <laughs> and I can't find them, so I'm just going to do... I've, I've texted I, him and I, said, look... <laughs> I think um, that it probably um, it probably does uh, advantage or does double damage or something against undead. It will give him some benefit to undead. So that's a nineteen to hit. Two d six plus five slashing if that hits. Yeah, that, that absolutely hits. They've got a very low HP. So um, you roll the damage, and I'll tell you what happens. On 2d6, roll that. So that's 8 plus 5 is 13. 13 points of damage. So uh, damage. one of these um, one of these uh, packs, uh, you sort of, uh, Logan sort of runs forward and jumps over the soldiers almost and, oh, and starts coming down with the light of Athena and uh, the radiance he just hacks through and uh, he, he takes out um, one of these uh undead straight away and starts hacking into another one uh, causing some significant damage um against the minions so that's uh, against these undead so that's um that's a that's a does he get more than one attack i think he does doesn't he uh yeah i believe he does get a multi-attack especially as a fighter and a rune knight i've got no idea how many attacks he gets so let's go with at least one more shall we yeah does he not it. have three i think i think he has three I can't remember off the top of my head, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> uh, 17. Will hit, yeah. I'll tell you now, they have a, such a low HP, you uh, AC, I don't think it's possible for him to miss. Uh, 2d6 plus what? 5, so that's 7 damage from a 2d6 plus 5 for that one. Yep. And we think 3 attacks, don't we, with, with him being a fighter at this level. Mm -hmm, so we'll more, go again. Yeah, you take more of these things. 
what 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 AC did you say they had? Oh crikey, it's really low. It's it's five. Oh, well, he said them with the two happy days. Um, yeah, the so point of these can't... things is they're supposed to be really easy to hit and kill, but there's a lot of them. Nine plus five, 14 more radiant damage. Yeah, I mean, he's just abolishing this this pack of, of them entirely. Put that down to there. Cool. I mean, he's basically reduced this lot to, like, to half already. At half its strength, this first pack that uh, he's attacked. Uh, and the soldiers around him are probably sort of like rallying to him. Um, and it is, if there's nothing else from Logan, it will be their go, the uh, the soldiers. And um, so someone roll me a d20, please. That's going to represent the... Please roll somebody else, because mine <laughs> always... Come on, Captain Downface. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, yeah, the soldiers uh, are successful this time. I mean, with seeing Logan's damage, they um, they rally and start uh, and start going at it, and uh, and they're successful on this one. And they destroy between them that first pack of uh, of these undead. So you start seeing a gap starting to form in this uh, offensive line from the from the undead uh, horde. Um, I'm just going to reply. I have seen your message, Dan. Um, hold on. If we can get Steve back, then you could probably swap places with him. Um, so he can take over yours for you. I just meant if Steve's not here anyway. Like, he's missing out on the big fight. He is missing out on the big fight, you're right. Uh, oh, you will assume... Well, let's finish this round off. Um, Logan. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, let's finish this. Let's finish this round, and then we'll uh, we'll have a discussion on what we want to do. So we're only an hour off the end anyway, and I don't know if there's anybody actually watching this on the stream anyway. Um, so he's not going to be able to join us. So Lily, it's your go, and then we'll, uh, okay. we'll wrap it up there for now. So how? So you said we are in the middle, and they are surrounding us. That's right. And you got like how, a wall of how, soldiers all around you. How long? How long? What, how many feet is the surrounding oh, area? Oh Christ! You've got like a hundred odd soldiers spread around in two lines. It's it's a big, it's a big arc, a really big arc. Right. How far am I from the end? From the. From where well, the... you were you were somewhere in the middle of it all, because um, yeah, in the middle so... of this like horseshoe. So what is the distance? I don't know. You could have it. At but they are 30, they on 8. side? They are on my side. I can see them. You can see them. You got right. about I'd say thirty feet then, if you want a number. I'll say okay. about thirty feet. So between the soldiers and the undead, a wall of water springs in place, and around us a 300 range a 300 feet long wall of water 300 feet high 50 feet thick um if uh, like uh, comes to existence the undead that they are in this wall like the first one so what, what was the total length of it sorry 300 feet long 300 feet long and you 300 go feet shape. high 
Yes. Yeah, and you're going to shape that to be a semicircle. Yes. And it's going to occupy the space of these undead. Yeah. Yeah? Cool. So That's 300 fine. feet long, 300 feet high, 50 feet thick. The undeads that they are in the wall, they need to all do a... Any checks against them. Strength. No, any, any checks against them automatically fail. So if you whatever you're doing, they fail it automatically. Okay, so they all get six D ten bludgeoning damage. Six D ten bludgeoning damage. So I guess are they all dead? <laughs> uh no, roll six D ten for me. Okay. And we'll see what effects that has on each of the packs. You would be quicker just using an online role, you know that, don't you? <laughs> I know, but by the time I will find it, so it's a uh, uh, nine and nine, eighteen, twenty-seven, thirty, thirty-six, thirty-five, uh, thirty-six and five, forty-one hit points of bludgeoning damage. Forty-one hit points. You almost have each of the packs. You don't kill them all. Um, so each one is at six strong now. So that's that round finished. So we're on round number two. We're going to finish now early just to...